أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم شهد الله الله witnesses أنه لا إله إلا هو that there is no deity except him there is no one who deserves worship except him who else witnesses to this وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ وَأُلُوا الْعِلْمِ and so do the angels and those of knowledge so Allah the angels and those people who have knowledge all of them testify to the fact that annahu la ilaha illahu that there is no god worthy of worship except Allah shahida is from shahada and what does shahada mean to inform of something that one has ilm of that one has knowledge of so Allah witnesses to the fact that there is no god except him What does it mean by this? Allah gives shahada. Allah bears witness to this fact. Allah testifies to this fact. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala testifying to this fact means that He informs the people. He notifies to the people. He declares it to the people very clearly. That He has informed us that there is no ilah except Him. For example, when a shahada is given, In a court The person who is bearing the witness What is he doing? He is informing the other people About what exactly happened So Allah bears witness to this Means that Allah informs the people Allah declares this And he makes it clear for his creation That there is no God worthy of worship Except him So Allah gives shahada Meaning Allah has bayyana Meaning he has clearly made it known to the people. He has notified to us. How? In the Qur'an, through the messengers, through the scriptures that He has revealed. And also, He has clarified this to us. How? Through His creation. That all of them point to what? To the fact that there is only one being after all of this. Because if you imagine, if there are two or more figures who are running a particular system, then obviously there is so much facade. Just imagine a company or a government or a house or an institute, if it is run by more than one people, then what happens? There is power struggle and there is fitna and facade everywhere. Nothing can run smoothly, nothing can run properly. So the fact that the heavens and the earth are functioning so perfectly from the beginning till today, what does it show? That there is only one being behind all of this. So Allah has shahida, meaning He has informed us. How? Through the scriptures, through the messengers, and that He has made it very clear to His creation that there is only one God worthy of worship. Shahid Allahu, annahu la ilaha illahu. Who else bears witness to this fact? Walmalaika. The angels also testified to the fact. How? Through their acknowledgement, through their affirmation that there is only one ilah. Who else bears witness? وَأُلُوا الْعِلْمِ And those people who have knowledge. The knowledgeable ones also bear witness to this fact. Who is included in أُلُوا الْعِلْمِ? What ilm is this that these people have? This ilm over here refers to the ma'rifah of Allah, the recognition of Allah. Those who know Allah. Those who recognize Allah. Those who have their ilm of Allah. And who are they? It's not just those people who are professors of biology and of Science, but who are they? 
those who have the ilm of the deen of Allah. They bear witness to this fact that there is only one ilah. There is only one who is worthy of worship. Now we see over here that Allah bears witness to this fact. And along with Him, the angels and the people of knowledge also do the same. Now, isn't it so that the testimony of Allah, the shahada of Allah is enough? If Allah tells us something, is that not sufficient? Is that not enough? Of course it is. So how come the shahada of the angels and of the people of knowledge has been mentioned over here? It is for their honor. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honors them by mentioning that even they testify to this fact. It is a source of honoring them. That even they testify to this fact that there is only one ilah. What do they testify? That annahu la ilaha illahu, there is no God except Him. And that Allah is qa'imam bil qist. Qa'imam is from the root letters qaf wa meem. And qama yaqoomu means to stand. And qama bi means to maintain something. To look after something. So Allah is qa'iman, meaning that He is maintaining, He is upholding, He is looking after what? His entire creation. The entire khalq. How is He maintaining and looking after the entire creation? Bilqist, with the justice. Now the word qist is from the root letters qaf si ta, and the word qist is used for justice. Literally, the word gives us the meaning of a portion of something, a part of something. Taqassata is to divide something. And qist gives us the meaning of being just, being equal. And in particular, qist conveys the meaning of refraining from zulm, staying away from injustice. That there is no injustice. No zulm is done upon anyone. So Allah is qa'imam bil qist, meaning He is Maintaining and looking after the entire creation How? With justice He does not do zulm on anyone On any creation And he bears witness to this fact And the people of knowledge also Bear witness to this fact That in the decree of Allah In the system of Allah In the way Allah provides for every creation There is no injustice In the way Allah looks after every creation There is no injustice And also Qa'imam bil qist Maintaining everything with justice It also means that in his commands In his ahkam In the commands that he has given In the commands that he has legislated In the decisions that he has made Whether they are kawni or they are shadri There is qist There is justice Allah does not do zulm on anyone As we have learned in Surah Al-Baqarah لَا يُكَلِّفُ اللَّهُ نَفْسًا إِلَّا وُسْعَهَا Allah does not overburden the soul With more than what it can bear so whatever decision that Allah makes, it is with qist. It is with justice. There is no injustice. Whether that decision is of the deen or it is of the dunya. For example, when it comes to the commands of the deen, salah, you have to pray five times a day. Is it one? No. Is it unfair? No. Similarly, when it comes to zakat, giving 2.5%, is there any injustice in that? No. Similarly, fasting only one month of the entire year. Is there any injustice in that? No, injustice would be if we were required to fast 11 months, that would be very difficult for people. Similarly, hajj is only once in a lifetime. So the commands that Allah has given, there is no injustice in that. 
the decisions that Allah makes, the decree of Allah, even in that, there is no injustice. Everything is based on qisr. We see that the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala runs the universe, even in that there is justice. For instance, we learn in Surah Yasin, Ayah 40, لَالشَّمْسُ يَنْبَغِي لَهَا أَن تُدْرِكَ الْقَمَرَ وَلَا اللَّيْلُ سَابِقُ النَّهَارُ وَكُلٌّ فِي فَلَكٍ يَسْبَحُونَ It is not allowable for the sun to reach the moon, meaning to surpass the moon, nor does the night overtake the day, but each in an orbit is swimming. So everything that Allah has created, everything that Allah has legislated, it is based on justice. لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُ There is no God except Him. Who is He? Al-Aziz, the Always Almighty, and He is also Al-Hakim. He is also the one who is most wise. If you look at this ayah, La ilaha illahu has been mentioned twice. First of all, it has been said that Shahid Allahu annahu la ilaha illahu. And then after Qa'iman bil Qist, he again says La ilaha illahu. So how come La ilaha illahu has been mentioned twice? Jarfar Sadiq, he said that La ilaha illahu has been repeated because the first time that it has been mentioned, it informs us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is informing us of the fact that there is only one God. And the second time that he mentions that, he's telling us, say, La ilaha illahu. Qulu, La ilaha illahu. When you see that everything is running with qist, the system of Allah is based on qist, then say, La ilaha illahu. When you see the commands of Allah, when you see the rulings of Allah, when you see the decree of Allah, what does that prove to you? That there is only one ilah. There is only one Allah. Allah is one. Therefore, believe in that. Accept that. So we see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is maintaining everything with justice. And we must also avoid dhulm. We should also maintain justice. We learn from a hadith. The Prophet ﷺ asked the companions, Do you know who is a muflis? Meaning someone who is very poor, who doesn't have anything. The companion said, A muflis amongst us is one who has neither dirham with him nor any wealth. A person who does not have any money. He doesn't have any cash, he doesn't have any property, no assets, nothing. The Prophet ﷺ said, The muflis of my ummah would be he who would come on the day of resurrection with prayers, with fasts, with zakat but he would find himself bankrupt on that day as he would have exhausted his funds of virtues why? because he hurled abuses upon others in the dunya along with doing good deeds what did he do? he abused other people he unlawfully consumed the wealth of others he shed the blood of others and beat others and sometimes literally people are physically violent against others that when we can't say something to the other, when the person is not listening to what we're saying, what do we do? Physical violence, physical abuse. And sometimes we see this within siblings, in a house. Children learn violence in their own houses, in their own homes. So such a person will come on the Day of Judgment, while he will have committed all of these abuses, and his virtues would be given, would be credited to the account of one who suffered at his hand. Meaning they will be given to the one whom he did zulm upon. 
He will come on the day of judgment with a whole lot of good deeds, but he will become bankrupt. Why? Because he did zulm on people. One person, he was rude to. Another person, he beat up. Another person, he hurled bad words at him, abuses at him. So what will happen? His good deeds will be given to them. And if his good deeds fall short to clear the account, then the sins of other people whom he did zulm upon, they will be given to him. And he would be thrown in the hellfire. This is who a muflis is. This is who a muflis is. Someone who does zulm. What is justice? That whatever the right of the other is, it is given to him. And what is zulm? When we don't give the right of the other him. When we want something else for ourselves and something different for other people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is just and he likes justice. إِنَّ الدِّينَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ الْإِسْلَامِ Indeed the religion, in the sight of Allah, meaning the approved religion, the approved way of life, the acceptable way of life, the only deen that Allah approves of. What is that way? It is Al-Islam. It is the way of Islam. It is the way of submission to Allah. And what does Islam include? Believing in all of the messengers. From Adam salam to Muhammad wasallam, Believing in all of them. So, the deen in the sight of Allah is Islam. It is the only religion that is acceptable. Why? Because it is the religion of Allah. That is the deen of Allah. It is the deen that Allah has taught mankind from the very first day. That is the deen that He gave to Adam. That is the deen that He gave to Ibrahim, to Nuh, to Musa, to Isa, and finally to Muhammad wasallam. And today... This deen is what deen? Which was given to Muhammad wasallam, And it's the only religion that is acceptable to Allah. Why? Because all the other religions, they're either not divine, they're either not from Allah, or if they were divine once upon a time, they have been altered. So the only religion that is acceptable to Allah is which religion? Islam. Which includes believing in Muhammad wasallam. Many people say that if there is a person who believes in the prophets and if he doesn't believe in Muhammad what's the big deal? But the fact is that Islam includes believing in all of the messengers. All of them. And if a person disbelieves even in one messenger, that iman, that Islam is not acceptable. Therefore, if a person claims to be a believer in the prophets but he rejects even one messenger, his iman is not acceptable. And he did not differ. Who did not differ? Those people who were given the book. Who are the people who were given the book? The Jews and the Christians. They did not differ. Concerning what? Concerning the prophethood of Muhammad wasallam. Concerning the truth of the Qur'an. Concerning the correct deen. إِلَّا مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَهُمُ الْعِلْمِ Except only after knowledge came to them. Meaning they only differed after knowledge came to them. And what was the difference then? That some believed and others disbelieved. But why did they do ikhtilaf? Baghyam baynahum Because of envy amongst themselves. We see that the Jews and Christians, they refused to accept the prophethood of Muhammad wasallam after they had known about his coming. After they knew 
about the fact that he was definitely going to come. And those at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, they saw all of the prophecies being fulfilled in Muhammad ﷺ. All of those prophecies that were mentioned in their scriptures. And then they saw the Prophet ﷺ, a lot of them, they also believed. So this is what their ilm is referring to. They knew of the signs of the Prophet ﷺ. They saw him. Some of them believed. But still, they disbelieved. And because of this, their disbelief is based on what? On knowledge. It's deliberate. And Allah says, it is baghyam. It is because of baghi. It is because of rebellion. It is because of jealousy. Meaning they differed because of baghi. Not to prove the truth, but out of stubbornness, out of jealousy. And what was that jealousy? That how come he is from the Bani Ismail and not the Bani Israel? Many times we see that a person sees the truth. He recognizes the truth. Yet, what does he do? He doesn't accept it. Why? Because it goes against his desires. It goes against his wishes. And sometimes it goes to the extent of Iman and Kufr. وَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ And whoever disbelieves بِآيَاتِ الله In the ayat of Allah فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ سَرِيعُ الْحِسَابِ Then indeed Allah is swift in taking the account. Sarir is from the root letters سِينْ رَعِينَ Surah. What does it mean? To be fast, to be speedy. What does it mean by this? That Allah is sarir in hisab. That in bringing about the hisab, Allah is very sarir. The dunya is going to end very soon. إِقْتَرَبَتِ السَّاعَةِ the sa'a has already drawn near. It's not too far away. What is it that makes us think that we can do whatever we want? I have time. It's okay. No big deal. I have a long life to live. What does Allah say? إِنَّ اللَّهَ السَّرِيعُ hisab. Allah is swift in bringing about the hisab. The day of judgment is not too far. Your death is not too far. And secondly, إِنَّ اللَّهَ السَّرِيعُ hisab. What does it mean by this? That once Allah will begin the hisab. He will begin questioning. He will begin the accounting. Then he will do it very quickly. Inna Allaha Sariul Hisab. So what should we do? We should take account of ourselves. We should analyze our actions, our deeds. What is it that is driving me? Is it baghi or is it truth? What is it that my actions are based upon? Is it just stubbornness? That just because I don't like this person, so no matter what they say to me, I'm not going to listen to them? Just because I don't agree with them? Just because they're not my type? Or is it the truth that we're following? When we read these ayahs, we think about the Jews and the Christians who existed a long time ago. Yes, they were very bad people. But we see that very similar actions are also common amongst us. Look, they had ilm, they had knowledge. But still, despite having knowledge, what did they do? They did not accept it. Why? Because of baghi, because of jealousy, because of envy. And many times, a person is offering the truth to us. He's telling us that which is right. But we don't accept it. Why? Because she is telling me. Because he is telling me. Don't tell me. This is what we want. Nobody should tell us anything. Baghiyam baynahum. Baghi amongst themselves. Recitation. شهد الله أنه لا إله إلا هو والملائكة
Let's listen to the recitation of these verses from the beginning. Zuyina linnasi hubbu shahawati minan nisai wal banina wal qanatiri al-muqantara wal qanatiri al-muqantara min al-dhahabi wal-fiddati wal-khayl al-musawwamati wal-an'ami wal-harf Indeed, the religion in the sight of Allah is Islam. What does it mean by this? That the only religion that is acceptable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the religion of Islam. The religion that He gave to the first Prophet and the religion that He also gave to the last Prophet. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Which is why we learn in the Quran in Surah Ali Imran ayah 85 that وَمَن يَبْتَغِي غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا فَلَنْ يُقُبَلَ مِنْهُ Whoever seeks a religion other than Islam it will never be accepted from him. Anyone 
who seeks a religion other than Islam, it will not be accepted from him. Why? Because the only approved religion in the sight of Allah is Islam. Because that is the religion that he has taught. That is the religion that he has given to the people. That is the religion that tells people what Allah likes and what Allah does not like. And those people who were given the book, they did not differ. Concerning what? Concerning the deen. Meaning you wonder, if the religion is Islam from the very beginning, then how come the people differ concerning Islam? Especially the people of the book, because they were the Muslims before Prophet ﷺ came. So how come they differed about the prophethood of Muhammad ﷺ? How come they differed concerning the deen that some believed and others disbelieved? How come? What's the reason? Allah tells us over here that they did not differ concerning Prophet ﷺ illa min ba'di ma ja'ahumul ilm except after knowledge came to them. What knowledge? The knowledge of the fact that he was indeed the true messenger. How? From their book and then after seeing him and then after so many of them also believed in Muhammad ﷺ. So when still there were people who did not believe in the Prophet ﷺ, Allah tells us that they differed after knowledge came to them. They disbelieved after ilm. Why? بَغْيَمْ بَيْنَهُمْ Out of jealousy, out of envy, out of rebellion. Meaning they recognized the truth still because they were envious that how come he is a messenger from among the Banu Ismail, they did not accept him. What does Allah say? وَمَن يَكْفُرْ بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ Whoever disbelieves in the ayat of Allah, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ سَرِيرُ الْحِسَابِ Then indeed Allah is swift in taking the account. So what should we do? When the truth is presented to us, after we have learned about something, after we have gained knowledge about something, then we must accept it. And many times it's the baghi, it's jealousy, it's animosity, it's rebellion, that why should I submit? Why should I go against my wishes? This is what stops us. So, we should remember that, إِنَّ اللَّهَ السَّرِيُّ الْحِسَابِ This dunya is not forever. I am going back to Allah and He will ask me about what I have done.